is the Katie Canine Show. And we're here with Hope because Carly is doing something with her family. So we got to do that once in a while. We got to do things with her family. But uh, my family is in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> so you're here. So I'm here. Yes, I'm not going that way anytime soon. Okay, what toy was promoted by the Ziegfeld Follies girls in 1920? Mm. Boomerang, Frisbee, Pogo Stick, Hula Hoop. Hula Hoop. I, that's what I said, too? Not. We're wrong. Pogo Stick. Pogo ah. Stick. Oh, ready the second this? one. <laughs> in an effort to promote Pogo Sticks, inventor George Hansberg arranged a number of publicity stunts, including mm. a marriage performed on a Pogo Stick in 1920 in the 1920 Ziegfeld Follies show. For the stunt, Hang Hansberg himself taught all the Ziegfeld Folly gals, how to pogo. Isn't that something? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I said too. I said the hula hoop, but right, I, yeah. I can't remember how old the hula hoop was. Right. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. So we're doing toy trivia because it is that time of season where we're all looking at. Uh, now, you know what? Are you into trivia games? I lately I have been. Okay. Well, this is a top ten trivia games. Okay. Okay. One, the number ten, best of TV and movie trivia game. Number nine, Cafe Six, uh, Kiz, Kizwinick. Mm. Okay, number eight, matter of fact. Seven, brain quest smart game. Uh, uh, six, uh, Pictopia Disney edition. Uh, five, American trivia family edition. Mm. Uh, number four, now this one I played and I really liked, logo board game. The logo one is really oh, cool. I okay. love that one. Okay, number three, Wits and Wager, Wagers a Deluxe. Okay, number two, University Games Smartass. <laughs> and number one trivia game is Trivia Pursuit that's, 25th Anniversary. Yes, that's the one I've been playing with friends. Okay, yeah. yeah. Those are the test, 10 best trivia games. So All if you're right. looking for that. And another thing, you know, for stocking stuffers for dogs, when we were at Chuck and Don's last week, they had this, and I was just online here, and you can find it on, you know, Amazon, or check your local. Always buy more brick and mortar if you can, folks. But anyway, it's called the Dexus. Petware Mud Buster Portable Dog Paw Cleaner. And everybody oh, that, that lives in mm-hmm. the, yeah, I was digging the, around with that, yeah. Yep. And so um, anybody that lives in the city, especially, you know, they put, they put tons and tons of salt on mm. the sidewalk and such like that. And no dog should ever walk barefoot on that stuff from until spring comes and there's been enough rain to wash all that salt away. But this dog mud buster uh, portable paw cleaner is, it's only 20 bucks, 1909, and it's a prime, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but and it comes in three, it comes in small, medium, large. Large, and it, the colors are blue, green, or it looks like hot pink. Oh, nice. type thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for small dogs, medium dogs, and large dogs. And what I was trying to suggest, if you get this, what you're going to do, first of all, get the dog, put the dog's paw in it. Don't put any water or anything in it. Just okay. put it on the dog and give him a treat. Take it off. You know, put, put it on the dog, give him a treat, kind of swoosh it around. Sure. Because it's got little silicone-like fingers in the inside. That And this here as well, <laughs> look, I wish I would have invented it. And it, it, because it looks like what will happen is it will get like the salt that gets between the pat, you know, the um, toes of the dog. Sure. Yes, definitely. And so, but first you're going to create it as a game to have that put on the paw, you know, so that the dog, when he sees it, he's actually looked at his paw. Come on, put my paw on it. All right. So <laughs> and it, you do that before you start doing any true paw washing. Okay. Get him used to it that right. it's a game and okay. that there's treats involved and that everybody's having a good time. And you could give it a special name. Uh, let's get the tube or... Paw washer. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's a strange thing just to try right. it. And, so, and a lot yeah. of dogs don't like to, you know, 
feet touched and stuff sure. like that. But like I said, it's just a cone with all these little fingers on the mm-hmm. inside. And so you just, you know, kind of like use it like a plunger up and down, up and down, swish, 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 side to side. And it'll wash those paws off. Yeah, definitely anyway, a great yeah, so invention. It'd, it'd be a great for any dog owner that lives in the Twin Cities or, or you know, any place. So anyway, so it's called Dexas Petware Mud Buster Portable Dog Pet call cleaner, all right? And uh, try to buy buy from your, uh, you know, brick and mortar, uh, you know, your local pet shops, mm-hmm. see if they've got it. If not, Amazon does have it, okay? So I just want to throw that out as an idea because it is an awesome idea. Okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we have Rita and her dog has a small cough. Uh-oh. Hi, Rita. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Good. What kind of dog do you have? I have Jack Russell. Okay, and I have two chihuahuas. Okay, how old? Um... Lucky with the cough, he is 10. 10, okay. Okay, how long has he been coughing? Since yesterday. Yesterday? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'm, I'm just worried because of the holidays and stuff. Oh, yeah. I bring him to my daughter's, and she has two dogs. All right, all right. Now, um, is it a hacky cough? Like, it does it sound phlegmy, or is it a dry cough? What kind of cough it's is it? A dry hack. Okay. Uh, what's his weight? Is he overweight or it's just right? He is kind of overweight, yeah. All right, all right. And so is he... uh a big bond, but he is... He's chunky. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, the now, uh, has he gone to any dog parks or doggy play groups or anything lately or been kenneled? Well, I, I had him at the vet last week. I had to bring him into the U because I wasn't, I live up north and my daughter's down in town and I was visiting her and he had hurt his knee. All right. So I brought him into the U. Yeah. Urgent care there. All right. And he had a slip patella. All right. Or whatever. So he was only around the other dogs there, I mean, that were in the urgent care. So All right. that um, was it. We didn't bring him to the dog. Is there any drainage with his nose? Anyway, no. Drainage, no. Uh-uh. No. Because uh, sometimes you know, usually, obviously, kennel cough is a cough. Yeah, if you can, yep. Yeah, kind of so if you uh, put your fingers on his throat, okay, on the front of his throat, mm-hmm. you know, and just gently push in, if he starts coughing, ten to one, it's kennel cough. All right. But um, uh, coughs also come with uh, heartworm. Coughs also come with anything that to deal that deals with the heart. All right. People don't associate a cough and heart, but it it, it does. Oh. All right. And so, but because he was down here, you know, he might have picked up, you know, because kennel cough is pretty prevalent. You know, all, I mean, it's all, it's everywhere. And if your dog just sniffs the wrong corner, then bingo, they got it. Okay. So anyway, so that's what uh, I would do. Is he running a temperature? Here, you take his temperature? No. No, they're not. No. Okay, good. That's good. Very catchy, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Kennel cough is very... Uh, and you can let it run its course, but um, then, that, like I said, unfortunately, then the kind of the germ is in your house, so other dogs that come into your house, <laughs> you know, m- that might, you know, that the germ might be in, you know, where they might get it. You know, it's, it's just like getting a, a cold. It's got to run its course. And some right. dogs, if they're older and, and maybe, you know, not doing well, uh, it can go into bronchitis and it can go into pneumonia. But, okay. you know, but a lot of t- every, believe it or not, every dog I've adopted partner has had came with kennel cough. And so it just ran its course. Sometimes you can put in the, on an antibiotic. It's just, it's what you're comfortable with is what is, if for sure it's kennel cough. We don't know. But like I said, I would take and put, push it into the throat in the front. Okay? okay. And if he starts hacking, then my guess is that it's kennel cough. Okay. But otherwise, just, just you know, you can rule it out and then just keep an eye on the on the temperature. Obviously, keep an eye on his temperature. Dog's temperature is 102 to 103. He's eating fine. He's 
Okay, good. Yeah, because yep. now if, if that changes, you know, where he's starting to become lethargic and such like that, you best, best get him in. Because, okay. you know, it could be a secondary infection. But otherwise, if it's just a, na- you know, a, ca- a cough, you know, that that's what kennel cough is. But usually what it is is when there's pressure on the larynx, that's when they cough. They don't, and then if they, like, exert themselves, they'll cough, a, you know, like run across the room, they'll hack a little bit. So, okay. so but for the holidays, I uh, should keep them away, or well, it just depends. Uh, you, we only got what we almost two weeks. Yeah, two right. from today. Yeah, two weeks from today. I think I was reading it like six months or six weeks. Yeah, because what what it does is it take uh, uh, t- sometimes it takes a week to two weeks for them to to show symptoms. So uh, yeah, so you just have to make the call on that one and how you want to deal with this. All right, personally, I would stay home, leave the dogs at home if you can. You know, why spread the love? You know, it's just like a person going out with a cold and, because right. they don't want to, you know, miss the Christmas dinner. And then I, I'll, within a week, everybody there is sick. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Hey, folks, we got open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. All right. Okay. Give a holler. Let's see. What color was the original Easy Bake Oven? Was it terracotta, harvest gold, turquoise, or avocado green? The original Easy Bake Oven. Be back. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 Show. And thank you for sharing some of your Sunday with me. I greatly appreciate that, that you take the time to do that. Just like that last caller said, you know, he, the kids and him listen to it. It's like, oh, that's so neat. Yeah, I love that. That is really good. And then they discuss and yes. see who's right. There and you that's go. KDK9. <laughs> <laughs> What color was the original Easy Bake Oven? Terracotta, Harvest Gold, Turquoise, or Avocado Green? Turquoise. Yes, I'm Woo. impressed. I I'm said doing avocado really green. well. Yeah, you did very good. In, introduced in 1963, the very first Easy Bake Oven was turquoise and came equipped with carrying uh, with a carrying handle and a fake stove top. In the first year, America's first working toy sold over 500,000 units. But ev- even the Easy Bake Oven would have to keep up at the times. In mm. 1969, they went to avocado green. And it was, and then was enhanced features such as a, a fake clock <laughs> and an over, the, you know, a, a hood over the oven. Sure, yep. Okay, in 1970, they went to avocado green, or was repla- and then uh, it was replaced uh, by Harvest Gold in 1978. And then they put a, a microwave mm-hmm. in it uh, in 1978 uh, in the um, the version uh, called the micro or the mini micro oven was introduced. Okay, and then in 1997, more than 16 million Easy Bake ovens were sold. I know I wanted one so bad when I was younger. Never got one. Not me. I didn't want to cook. <laughs> I don't want to cook now, I'm but back then with, I really yeah. wanted one. I'm not playing with dolls, and I don't want to cook. <laughs> I just want to play. What did I do? Well, you know that's we played in the neighborhood with all the kids. Sure. And yep. basically, we were just playing dumb games, uh, you know, uh, pump, pump, pull away. No. <laughs> and we had a, we grew up uh, 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 big woods behind us. And so we spent a lot of time making forts. Yes. And then going oh. and, and sabotaging other forts. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, I just, uh, what can I say? All right. Who's up next? We have Karina and her dog keeps chewing on random stuff. All right. Hi, Karina. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog do you have? We have a yellow lap. How old? Three. Okay, and then what's chewing on? Everything. Like? Everything and anything. Um, he chewed on our wall. He's chewed on glass objects. He's chewed wow. on socks, shoes, you name it. 
All right. Uh, usually when dogs eat things or chew on things they're not supposed to, it's called pica. Okay, and it has to do with digestive system. Their digestive system is up in, uh, you know, backwards and sideways and everything else. So what food are you feeding? Uh, Blue buffalo, uh, the wilderness kind. Okay, but how long have you fed it? Do you rotate it, the meats at all? Um, We actually, we just changed to it probably three months ago. All right. The chicken. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because most dogs have been chickenized. I would strongly suggest you get off of all chicken. All right. Uh, because okay. of all puppy food is chicken. And then most people stay on that for too long. And then the next one they get is chicken. So because you got a digestive disorder, I would try the Pure Vita line. P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A, that's made in Purr, Minnesota, because what it is, is it's a single source protein. When it says turkey, it's only turkey. When it says venison, it's only tur- uh, venison. Because you're having problems, this is what I would do right now to try it. Uh, and along with, do you got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. Okay, you're going to need um, some good digestive enzymes. Okay, digestive enzymes. You're going to need probiotics. One of the better probiotics is from Vital, V-I-T-A-L, planet.com, vitalplanet.com. All right. Uh, I would get them on extra virgin, uh, extra virgin, coconut oil, and it's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight, one, maximum of three tablespoons per day. All right. And you got to go oh, add that very slowly. You know, take what you, to build to what he should get, take about two weeks to build to it. All right. Okay. And what extra virgin coconut oil does is it takes the inflammation out of their gut system. All right? Okay. And so anyway, um, I would not feed the food dry. I would soak it in hot water till it all, uh, all the water is gone and the food is uh, uh, soft. And then I would fluff it up and then put my supplements in that. All right? Okay. And then now do you do any kind of obedience training or do you do anything? What What's his day like? Well, uh, that's probably part of the issue and I've actually have a girlfriend who's coming over now during the day to take him out because mm-hmm. usually because we're gone at work he's in his kennel most of the day all right all right so we have somebody now coming in to take him out during the day and let him out and play with him for a bit nice nice yeah because you know labs they got a lot of you know he's three years old so he's not as nuts as a year old would be all right no, he's still nuts. yeah and so um, I would go also Christmas come and get a good trick book and assign a trick to everybody in the household. And okay. so, because now you're making them be still and do something for you and you're having fun instead of just okay. heel, sit down, stay, come. If you can work it into your schedule, obviously a uh, obedience class is great. So then it gets you organized and it gets the dog organized. But okay. a lot of times what happens, like I say, it, it is the food that starts things too. Not only just boredom causes them to, you know, be stupid and eat stuff they're not supposed to, but a lot right. of times it is the food that they're being fed. And so that's why mm-hmm. I would strongly suggest, like I said, that Pure Vita, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. I would set out with their turkey and sweet potato. It's a grain-free food, okay? And then they have a venison that I would, you know, rotate. Now, don't go buy a 33-pound bag. Uh, right. This is the only dog that you have? Right now. And okay. so then I was going to ask you, 
Because I was wondering, does he need a playmate, and should I get another dog? Because is he bored, and well, somebody else or another dog to play with? Well, guess what? You don't get a dog for a dog. If you want another no, dog, then fine. But otherwise, mm-hmm. remember double the fun. If you, you also got to remember, he can teach the new one bad, <laughs> bad stuff. So now you got two doing it. All right. Yeah. If you don't have the time for one, I strongly suggest not two. All right. right. Because the thing is, is that you know, uh, yeah, they they do. But what happens if they don't get along? very well or what yeah. one don't think of the other one does <laughs> yeah and so that you know so the thing is, is that the best thing to do is is uh, take time out and teach some obedience teach some tricks um, get the food uh, the, uh, get some supplements in him so that he feels better inside and then okay. and go from there because like I said a lot of times dogs do goofy things just because they don't feel well inside okay so is that at um Pure Veda. Is that at Chuck and Don's yep. or where can we yep. find that? Yeah, you okay. can just get it at Chuck and Don's, Pure Veda. You can go to NutrisourceDogFood.com, N-U-T-R-I SourceDogFood.com or Pet Foods, whichever you want to put in. <clears throat> and you can check out all their lines, uh, what they've got. But the reason why I suggest a Pure Veda line right now is because of, uh, you know, it's a single source protein. It's just, like I said, just turkey, just venison and such like that. And just kind of okay. see if that, you know, do that for like about four months and just kind of okay. see what what you know uh how things are you know how his doodos are how his uh, attention span is you know what i mean because we are what we eat you know if you right. feed like kibbles and bits or uh things that have high sugar to it you got to peel the dogs off the chandelier you know right. yeah. and so that's okay. why like i say sometimes we are what we eat and and by doing better yeah it, it that can help you out immensely also okay 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 Wonderful. okay well okay, good luck great. kiddo take care bye-bye that yeah, we are what we eat, folks. So if you're feeding the, the high sugar stuff that you get in big box stores and such like that, yeah, I know it's right there because you're there getting something, and I don't want to go to a, a pet store and get my food. Well, folks, you know what? You, it's believe it or not, that stuff is more expensive. If you do it per pound, mm. it's more expensive to buy it from the grocery stores okay. or from the corner gas station that or the sure. box stores uh and, and um, uh, the stuff that you're getting is just a lot of fillers and a lot of sugar right. and such like yep. that whereas the good stuff is not much more and your dog is going to be healthier for it yes so, yep so the pure vita or the nutrisource line is awesome and they come out they just came out with a whole bunch of new ones guys you got to go to nutrisourcepetfoods.com and just check it out especially in the cat world because the big thing in the cat world everything had chicken in it <laughs> and remember, my Walter has a chicken aversion. If he eats chicken, his eyeballs swell up. And, you know, he looks like, you know, from he came from planet whatever. <laughs> Melmac. No, not that. <laughs> but uh, uh, so now they finally came out with some good grain and canned food for cats that don't have chicken in it. So that is awesome. So check that out. So go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. All right. Where are we at? All right. We're with Karen, and it sounds like she's in recovery, and she's just wondering when the best time would be to visit her dogs during that time. All right. Hi, Karen. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. Okay. So what happened to your puppers? Well, they tangled me up when we were on a walk, and I fell on a rock. I broke my shoulder and my rotator cuff. Oh, Lordy. And I've been gone from the house and the dog since uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, my. And in recovery where the dogs aren't. All right. So I'm thinking when is the best time to go see them. And I don't think I could stay because mm-hmm. I'm still, I can't use my arm. Okay. Okay. 
Well, can I ask you a question? Were you using retractable leashes? Yes. Okay. Did we learn this lesson? <laughs> that, see, that's why I'm, I'm a huge advocate against uh, retractable leash because this is what happens a lot of times is that you thought you think you got the control of it and things get discombobbled and upside down. and, and But anyway, so I was just, for my own FYI. But uh, as far as, no, where are they? Are they being boarded or what's going on? No, they're with my fiancé at his house. Okay. Okay. So what I would strongly suggest, now what, what size dogs are they? Uh, Yorkies. Oh, okay. Both of them about 10 pounds. Oh, okay, okay. So they're not St. Bernard's, right? Okay, so then what I would do is uh, go, go and visit them anytime and then uh, have your fiancé, like, have them on leashes, you know, just a regular six-foot leash, okay? And so that yeah. you can come into the house and get seated and get situated, and then one at a time, you can, you know, take one up and pat him and hugs him, kiss him, and talk to him. Then that one gets off. And then now he's got the other one on leashes, so you're not getting more, you know, I mean, the dogs aren't jumping at you and, and hurting you. You know what I mean? You've got owies. <laughs> okay, and so then once, because it's going to be the first 15, 20 minutes at your home, that they're going to be hysterical to see you. All right. Yeah. So that's yeah. why first one, you get to hug and kiss. Okay. And then uh, when you're done with that one, then you give him that, your fiance, that, that one. Then now you take the next one and then now have him keep him on a leash and just wait till they settle down. And once they finally settle down, then you can just, you know, let them drag the leash. So you've got something to kind of quick grab, you know, like as you're sitting in your chair that, you know, in case they're getting like they're they're hurting your shoulder or whatever, you can kind of pull them back and say, ah, uh-uh, just be nice. Just settle. Just settle. All right. So I'd say, but the main thing is that your fiance controls that first, you know, 15, 20 minutes or until they settle down. But, you know, so that you do not, you know, they don't jump on you wrong or whatever type thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Would they be okay if I came for a night or two and then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. No, they'll be just fine. They, they Dogs are, are just like kids, you know, two-legged kids. They're very resilient. And so they, they'll be fine. You know, the minute they see you, it's like you never left. It's like, oh, hi, you're here. Thank you. Thank you. And then all of a sudden you got to go. You know, there's a lot of people that are fire, you know, fire people that are gone for 48 hours and they've got pets, you know, whereas the pet sees them every two days or whatever. And so, like I say, it, it they learn to roll with the punches. But the whole thing is make sure that the situation is controlled so they're not jumping at you or tripping you up again all right so that's why you got to make sure that you know you have them on leashes and your fiance has the end of the leash and then he goes and sits down then you come in and then you get you sit you get situated and so you figure out the routine that you want and 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 uh how you know i mean you just fit you'll figure it out but the main thing is that they're not running up your legs or jumping at you so then because your instinct is going to want to bend over pick them up and how you know but you got always (laughs) we got to get you healed up here all right so just take but they'll be just fine they're very resilient all right okay well good luck good luck with the healing process there okay thank you very much you bet bye-bye all right then, where are we at? Oh, it's, it's trivia time. Oh yeah, yes it is. It's time I, I'm waiting for something in the ears, and I, and I look at there. She's shaking her head. Okay, Play-Doh originally invented for what purpose? Caulking, sculpturing, cleaning wallpaper, or sealing fruit? Be back. All right, baby, Katie K nine. Thanks for tuning in and having me be a part of your Sunday from four to six. I greatly appreciate it. All right, Play-Doh was originally invented for what purpose? Caulking, sculpturing, cleaning wallpaper, sealing fruit. Sculpture. Nope. Cleaning wallpaper. 
Oh, really? Yes. I suppose. Although it achieved fame <laughs> as a popular children's toy, Norm, Noah and, and Joseph McVicker originally invented Play-Doh in 1965 for the use as a wallpaper cleaner. Although Play-Doh exists, exact makeup is closely guarded secret. Mm. It is known to contain, among other things, wheat, flour, salt, and some sort of petroleum uh, distillate. <laughs> So distillate. Hmm. There you go. Not distillate. Distillate. So isn't that something though? Because I know you can. So you would rub it on the paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wallpaper. Yeah. Hmm. Be interesting. Okay. I don't know anyway. Well, wallpaper is coming back. You know, wallpaper <laughs> went away. Now it's coming back. Everything again. comes back. I know. Wait long <laughs> enough. You know. And so that's why I just gonna dig it my head in my bottom, my back of my closet, and just rotate all that crap right. from school. You know. Up. But yeah, that's the cleaning wallpaper. Isn't that something? Yeah. So I'd be interested to know if it cleans. Does it clean wallpaper? Yeah, because I, I love the smell of play doh. I could sit and smell that all. <laughs> I love the smell. Reminds me of childhood, that's for sure. Yep, lots of memory with that one. I'll tell you that. All right. Okay, who's up next? We have Charlotte, and her dog has a possible broken tail and some Uh-oh. other injuries. Oh, no. Hey, Charlotte, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Sounds like your dog's not doing too well. What kind of dog do you have? Well, we have two three-year-old Labradors, and um, one has what we call broken one has done it before and now the calmer one seems to have the same type of injury where there's almost a knot in the the tail about three inches from his hiney i guess all right um and because we had a little experience before we have given him some anti-inflammatories from the um from the vet right um but we are so clueless how this happens, and it seems to continuously happen with our with our labs, like every year or so. Um, so, is it is there something that I should be watching out for? They wag their tails unbelievably hard, one harder than the other. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, are you but sure the, it's not a like a hot spot, or is it, but it is actually broken? Or is it well, bruised or what? It's it's obviously swollen, like with a knot, and it's tender to the touch. Right. Um, is it hot, warm? You know. No, no, it's it's not. It's just um, awkwardly weird looking and and tender to the touch for him. Oh, does it do that? Does it weep at all? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Does, no, does the hair? Uh, does it go bald in that spot? No, not as not as of yet. It just happened yesterday. Okay, but you said you dealt with it before. So the last time that you dealt with it, the other the other lab we have two. They're brothers, right? And he did that. We think rolling in the yard playing. They're quite active. Mm -hmm. Um, Came up on it or rolled on it wrong. Um, That went away about a month. It took a month to heal. Now did that one? But now did that one weep at all, or did he lose hair on that one? Oh, okay. No. All right. All right. All right. Huh. Uh, yeah, for, for to have two dogs have it happen to both both dogs, that's just really interesting as far as yeah. that. Because usually if it's broken, then they get a crook in the tail. You know, when it heals, there's a crook, you know, whereas it's not a straight tail. <laughs> oh, so it would be permanent if yes. it had been truly broken. Correct, correct. Because okay. there's usually a crook. And so there is such things as, just like with anything, spraining something, you know, tail moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said three inches from the rump? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, do they, you said they they play hard, they wrestle hard? They do. They have like a 1,200-foot kennel, and then they have an indoor warm box where they sleep, and then they have the yard as well and the house. They're just constantly, you know, they're pals. 
All right. Uh, yeah, because, it, but usually, like I say, if they break, you know, you can fracture things and then they heal back. But usually then that in, involves, uh, you know, obviously swelling, but sometimes some weeping, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, like if you fracture something like in your, uh, you know, yourself, you know, type. So it's a, yeah, that's a possibility. But when they actually break, when they actually uh-huh. break, there's usually a, unless you have it reset, just like, you know, a human, when they break something, it usually there's a crook. You know, it didn't okay. heal correctly. So it could be just a fracture, but that is the reason why I asked if it bald or weak, because then I'm, I've seen hot spots on tail, tails uh-huh. that do, that that's happens. It looks bulky, bulgy, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's an actual hot spot. And that's usually about three inches. Is it on the top or the bottom? It's, it's. On the tail. On the top of the tail. Oh, okay. Yep. Are, right. you, are you referring to hotspots in regards to an infection or a break itself? No, no, no. Uh, hotspot is uh, infection. You know where they, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They weep and then they have to get dry. You know they have to got to get air yeah. to them so to dry out. You know type thing. But yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, but didn't my, experience that either. It, yeah, see, the only thing that to know for sure is obviously, yeah, but it costs you money, <laughs> mm-hmm. is to take them in for an X-ray and just see what the heck it is if it is a fracture. Uh, yeah. But there again, what's what's gonna what are you gonna do with the information? Are you gonna do anything about it? Because you already went through it once with the other dog, right? Uh, yeah, we just spent eight hundred dollars on this very same dog who got sprayed in the eye with a skunk and then ended up with this horrible eye infection that oh, got no. lambed two or three times. And oh my. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're outdoor, and, you know, yeah. they love to hunt, and so they come across anything. And now the same one that has a broken tail has something embedded in his ear, and we're like, can't get it to fester, and we're like, what in the world are you guys into? Oh, wow. Yeah. In, 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 in the ear flap or in the ear in the, itself? Yeah, in the inside part of the ear, down by his cheekbone, that level of the ear that hangs down, it's just this... Um, it's like maybe there's a sticker thorn in there. Right. Can't get it out. Can't see it. Can't get it to fester. We're like, oh, Lordy. There is, um, if you call Dr. Jessica Levy, you know, the holistic vet, go mm-hmm. to holistic-vet-care.com. Uh, I, there is a remedy that when you give it to them, if there's anything embedded, like a sliver or anything, mm-hmm. and you give this remedy, it pops it out. Right? Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't go through it myself. And so the thing is, is but people can't take it. If you have a pacemaker or things, you know, stuff like that, you can't take this because mm-hmm. it gets rid of foreign objects in here. Wow. But so that's why. But I've seen people where well, a dog had a thorn, you know, from a, a, a rose bush in its eye. Yeah. She gave him the, this uh, remedy. It's like the, the little tiny uh, white, tiny little beads. Mm-hmm. And I think it was two days or three days, and by God, all gone. It popped it that, out. It's, it's just it's way cool. But I don't remember what the remedy is. And can so you the, give it often because it's have, usually for like, two. It's usually for two, uh, like two times a day for three days or something like that. But uh, contact Doctor Levy and ask her what the remedy is. You know, okay. for when you've got a sliver and you need to get it out. We you know, have pop tons it. of those. Pop all yeah. summer long. Yeah, pop it out. What it is, and so, but explain to her what what's going on and stuff like that. So, uh, awesome. But yeah, so but I, like I said, for the life of me, I can't remember the dang remedy. And she know she's uh, you know a guru on that. So, and but that's it, a holistic what it, now? It's a remedy. Is what it is called. It's a remedy. A holistic remedy. 
and, a remedy. Right. It's if, if you've got something in you, like a sliver or whatever, and you take this remedy, it pops it out. I don't know how it works. I call, I call it ver- a voodoo is what I call it. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. I couldn't believe well, it. That sticker, that sold me. I mean, when that's, uh, you wow. know, that, that thorn yeah. that was in that dog's eye, that was mm-hmm. unbelievable. So, because they were talking surgery and the whole kit and caboodle, and they tried wow. this, and by God, it worked. It couldn't, they couldn't believe it. So. But Wonderful. yeah, so that. But yeah, as far as your the tail thing, you know, try to keep them comfortable uh, unless you want to pay that money to see what what's going on. But mm-hmm. you know, if it's not life threatening, you know, you got to pick your battles. It sounds like you know you got a lot going on here. But yeah. you know, you can always get your vet's opinion if you got to bring him in for one thing. You know, say what do you think about this and what what he might his thoughts might be. But an X ray, right. I think, is about the only thing that's going to tell you what exactly if it's it's fractured. I don't think it's broke. I think it's fractured. Yeah. Is what I think. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Have a great one. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. They're, but they have two dogs that both of them do it. That's just bizarre. Hmm. It's like maybe there's something in the yard that they both hit something. You know, I don't sure, know. Sure, playing but, with or getting yeah. into some, yeah, the same thing that, situation. Yeah, that's just weird. Okay, we got to run here. Uh, trivia time? Yes. What popular action figure is technically named after a pigeon? Okay, technically named after a pigeon. Okay, you ready for your choices? G.I. Joe, Batman, He-Man, or Yo-Gi-O? Yo-Gi-O. All right, so which one do you think it is? We'll be back. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the KDK9 Show. I want to welcome, uh, you heard the commercial earlier, Wapiti Labs, W-A-P-I-T-I. And their supplements are phenomenal. And so hopefully you'll take the time and look, and especially their mobility. Uh, it, it is truly like magic. Uh, and then they have a GI. They have flexibility. They have so many different, and for cats and dogs. So I want you to go, and they do have some... Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, little uh, sample packs that they you they will send out to you at a very reasonable price. But, you know, it's a little bottle. Everybody looks at this bottle going, oh, that's too expensive. You should see what it takes to use. It's like the head of a pencil, uh, the, a racer, you know, on a, mm-hmm. uh, a pencil. Sure, yeah. That's how much you give, like, you know. Oh, it's going to last a, a big, forever. Oh, yes. And so <laughs> that's what I mean is that don't, don't, the, the, it is so such a good supplement. All their products are phenomenal. So go, go to Wapiti, W-A-P-I-T-I Labs, Inc, I-N-C.com and check it out because uh, they're going to be advertising with the Katie Canine Show. And I, I just love it when we got good supplements and good things to, to spread the word about. So I want you to know it too. And w- Christmas is here. Oh, or yeah. coming here. Okay. Perfect. Okay. What popular action figure is technically named after a pigeon? G.I. Joe, Batman, He-Man, or Yoshio? Batman? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is really, I did not know I this. And know I, this totally blows my, uh, blows okay. my mind. In 1943, a pigeon named G.I. Joe oh. saved the lives of over a thousand people in a small Italian village, which was scheduled to be bombarded by the Allied uh, the forces. <clears throat> a message that the British had already captured the village, delivered by G.I. Joe, arrived just in time to avoid the bombing, and over a thousand people were saved. Two years later, a hit movie entitled The Story of G.I. Joe um, was relieved, released about the life of the war correspondent Ernie Pyle. 
Finally, in 1964, looking for a male action figure to match the success of their Barbie, mm. uh, Hasbro introduced G.I. Joe doll, a military-themed action figure, what, and what was named after, and he was named after the pigeon or the movie. Well, the pigeon did come first. All right. <laughs> okay. Good to know. That's kind of, yeah, that's interesting. I think that's huh. really interesting. I did not know G.I. Joe. Uh, yeah, that's just cool. No, yeah. Okay, where are we at? All right, we have Gretchen, and her dog has watery eyes. Uh-oh. Hi, Gretchen. How you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Good. So we have an eight-month-old Yorkie. All right. Um, her name is Esme. Okay. Oh, yeah, cute. So, yeah, so she tends to have a little bit of a buildup of, it, it's like, it turns to a crust. It's like a dark crust in the um, both of the tear duct areas of her eyes. Right. And it's not like, yeah, it's not like she's running around all the time with, like, it's not like her eyes are, I mean, you can't see them watering, but yeah, she gets that buildup right there that I have to go in and pull out or make sure I scrub really well when we bathe her too. Okay. So it's in the corner of the eye or is it along the, uh, encompassed like the lower, the bottom of the eye? It's right. It's right at where the tear. It's right at the tear duct. Okay. So right yeah. in the yeah, the middle. Does she have a lot of tear staining? You know, she's so dark. Um, she's which is kind of she hasn't lightened up at all. I mean, her face is pretty dark. She's always she's always been dark colored. She's still completely black and has got the tan feet and the tan you know eyebrows and stuff. So I there's no I mean visible tear staining at all. I'm sure if she was white, there might be some. All right. But it's just like this black crust. Okay. A, a good size because a lot of times what happens that has to do with the diet of, that the dog is being fed is a tear staining. You know, like somebody that has a white poodle, well, like my, my Ethel, my three pounder, she's white and, yep. and she was a tear stained mess. And mm-hmm. what we found, uh, what has, uh, yeah, through trial and error, uh, what works a lot for that, uh, problems is, uh, not feeding any processed food, only doing right. fr- uh, frozen or, you know, raw. Uh, fre- freeze dried or dehydrated. All right, okay. Okay. And, and by getting off the processed food, uh, a lot of times that will take care of the tear ducts. And you yeah. don't want to scrub the eyes good. All you just want to do is take some warm water and mm-hmm. just lightly kind of go over it, you know, type thing. Right. Uh, but it, it, it's if uh, if you could feel like it's kind of wet for the t- corner, of the tear ducts are, and they're evenly coming down, yep. then that's for sure food. But if one is more yucked than the other one, then it could be the tear ducts in her eyes, you know, that are clogged there and there's something not right with them. Right. The only way to find that out is if I go, I would take them to an eye specialist and Dr. Mm-hmm. Olivero in um, uh, St. Louis Park is awesome. And then Laraco up in Blaine. Okay. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty even. So as far as her food goes, we we tried raw food, um, and she didn't really take to it. She didn't like it very much. Mm-hmm. So so for her dry food, um, we rotate between the flavors of the origin mm-hmm. dry food, yeah. and we buy we actually just buy the sample bags. Um, oh yeah, she's so little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, smart woman. Can, yeah, and then we can rotate faster. But see, and what then, I would do though is I would pull her off. If you want to see if it's a food, you pull her off all the dry food, all the processed food, okay. for at least two weeks. All right, okay. you're gonna feed her like either the freeze dried, which is the raw, but then water take it out. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you just crumble it, put it in her dish, put a little bit of warm water with it, let it yep. you know get, get uh, you know. Uh, rehydrated kind of and then okay. feed it uh the dehydrated like sojo's or honest kitchen same mm-hmm. thing is you know get the complete so it's got everything in there and so but, but that's the only way you're going to find out if it's a processed food is pull it off for at least two weeks okay and so that, what about the, yeah what about the canned food so like the pure vita or the nutrition that's all canned? cooked that's processed you okay. don't want any food that's been cooked 
Okay? okay. So the whole thing is, is that that's the only way you're going to find out if it's the food itself. And then like the raw, when you're feeding the raw, did you... Uh, did you, uh, you know, thought, and then yep, when you put yeah, it in the dish, okay, yep. and, and then when you put it in the dish, did you put a little bit of warm water on it? Um, I don't think we did the warm water. I think we just, just gave the... Did the it right pellet. out of the refrigerator into the yeah. dish? Okay. Yeah, we were, we were doing the pellet ones, not the, the patties. Okay, okay, but the, uh, but it has to be at room temperature. You mm-hmm. can't give it cold because, number one, okay. dogs eat with their sniffer, not their mouth, right. whereas if it smells cool, they'll eat it. Otherwise, okay. never mind. So okay. if you're doing the pellets, that's fine. Put it in the dish. Put a little bit of warm, hot water on it. Kind of mush it up a little bit, you know? Okay. okay. And then make sure it's, you know, room temp. Okay. And then now feed it. And you're going to probably be pleasantly surprised. She's going to love it. Okay. But and, then how, yeah. go ahead. and then how about, so a lot of the time for dinner, and this is, I mean, probably the same thing. It's cooked, but we'll get like a rotisserie chicken and mm-hmm. then we'll give her like the white meat off of that. Or if we have uh-huh. salmon for dinner, that she'll have salmon. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Because it hasn't been processed at high, high heat okay. like the canned foods are and the uh, dry kibble is. I okay. mean, it's cooked at, uh, you know, horrendous uh, heat, right? Oh, okay. and, and so your salmon and your, your, it's just been cooked at, you know, 325 for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So no, that's fine too. You know, she, but okay. you got to remember when you got, now how many pounds is she? She is six. Six pounds? Okay. Yep. You got to remember, uh, her, think of the size of her, her stomach. It's a mm-hmm. little bit bigger than a walnut, all right? Yep. And so if, if you're giving her little stuff during the day, she's not going to be hungry. So no matter what you feed her, you know, uh, you, know you said she didn't like the raw, you know, she's yeah. not going to be hungry. So right. you've got to pay attention to that so you don't have a sausage. Because that's right. what I was worried about <laughs> with my three-pounder is that I would make her a sausage. Yeah. And luckily... And yeah. Yeah. Good. And the meat is what we will give her that for dinner. So okay. if we have that for dinner, then that's what she has. For oh, dinner, that's fine. So. That's that's yeah. fine. No problem. And okay. uh, yes, but I, I would retry that. You know, the, the freeze dried and the raw because it's formulated. So you're making sure that she gets her veggies and she gets her calcium, which right. is huge. The dogs need the calcium. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Give that. Good. You bet. Give that a shot. Take Thanks. care. Thanks for the call. Bye bye. Yeah, no, that it's really tough. When when, uh, but we got to remember, folks. People eat dogs eat according to smellability. Okay, and, and fat dogs are real picky eaters because they're not hungry. And so it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, not so much. I had that two days ago. I don't want it again. <laughs> One thing that I found with small dogs, usually they like it like they'll eat it like crazy for three days, sure. and then that fourth day comes out, they kind of turn and start turning their nose up. Mm. So if you be really <laughs> well when you got small dogs, to so rotate every three days or every other day, so you keep that rotation going, and the dogs will never. My my dogs have never turned their nose up to a dish, and and you know Ethel, you know three pounds, uh, Gilligan ten pounds, they and Zelda eat anything that ain't not nailed down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but you just got to remember, don't give it a couple times, you know, and make sure it's room temperature. Put a little bit of warm water on it to bring the smell smells out. And the same thing with cats. And cats they'll, they'll take change harder than dogs do. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So they, they, <laughs> they don't like look, it. <laughs> so you got to keep presenting it. You know, type like, okay, put a little bit of the new stuff with a little bit of the old stuff. So so I want to thank you all for all the great calls. And I'm um, going to be back next week. And thank you, Ho, for sitting in for Carly so she can do a family thing. <laughs> if you guys have any other questions, give me a holler up at Katie's Canines or email me through the, uh, go to mytalk1071.com and email me through my talk. You guys have a great week and stay safe and happy Christmas shopping. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.